Welcome back to D&D 404. I'm your DM. And, uh, yeah. Jared? Yeah, I'm taking Who's over. This? I'm taking over. Yep. It's first time. Uh, so hopefully it goes well. I got some twists and some turns for these guys. We'll see how it goes. And brought to you by uh, these three delinquents. Uh, Tony, why don't you uh, kick us off? What are we the three of? Oh, we are the three seasonings. <laughs> three seasonings in my spice rack. <laughs> Joined with me are the other three seasonings on my spice rack. Tony. Hello, everybody. My name is Tony, and today I'll be playing Telemachus, the Barbarian. Uh, and I'm not going to just ruin his uh, his uh, what he looks like just yet, but I would be the Montreal steak seasoning in my <laughs> spice rack. Yeah, basic. Yeah, basic. Yeah, basic. It's so good. <laughs> basic. It is good. I was going to do it, but it is basic <laughs> as fuck. Listen, why, why add many when it's all one and convenient, you know? In one convenient little jar. All spice. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. I usually play Menace, but I will be playing a half-elf today. And I am the... I don't know if I want to go straight up spice or like seasoning, but I'll go I'll go my favorite dry rub, uh, West Texas Mesquite. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I now see how mine sounded basic. Next to that answer, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I take it back. I, I recant. Yeah, it's too late. I stand corrected. <laughs> Counter spice. <Yeah. laughs> um, my name is Alec. I am playing Limbo, the monk today, and um, my it's not my favorite, uh, but it's a solid go-to um, on certain occasions. Old Bay. Oh. I love Old Bay seasoning, especially Always on like. Good obviously seafood and stuff or like it yeah. also makes a really good addition to like if you're making your own dry rub for like chicken wings or something it's great old bay is amazing but how is that not basic i feel like that's such a it, go-to it is, it is i told you i was he gonna say i did say i was gonna pick montreal steak season but it is basic uh, i said you're basic i never said i wasn't that's uh, okay I pick, uh, mccormick's uh <laughs> I know, I, know this little, I know this little underground spice called salt. Why don't you get on my level? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of basic seasonings, mine would be Lari's. Lari's seasoning for hamburgers. It's wonderful. That has to be <laughs> a Midwestern thing because I have no idea what it is. No idea what you're talking about. You don't know what Lari's? No. What's that? <laughs> Tell us about it. Never heard of it in my life. What? No. Oh, my God. That's what you put. All right. When you grill burgers, you put Lari's Seasoning on the burgers so that they taste uh, like I put magic. Steak seasoning <laughs> on my burgers. Do you really? There's First no. Way. The only seasoning you need for hamburgers is the past hamburgers that were grilled on the barbecue. Okay, just right there, all that grease that's saved nah, up. Nah, dude. Easy. There's nothing oh, like no. so. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> I like Montreal steak seasoning, but it is basic, dude. When you guys come, all right, we're grilling burgers, Larry's. You're gonna get a hit. Ooh. <laughs> well, speaking of basic, uh, how about we go back to the basics? Alec, give us that rundown. Is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this week's rundown is brought to you by our Twitter. All right, guys, make sure there's a lot of happening things on Twitter right now. And honestly, it's growing. And if you're not a part of it, you know, you, you really do need to be a part of this movement. Um, It's great. Uh, I really do appreciate everyone that has already went ahead and followed us on Twitter and supported us. Um, but I also do post a lot of 
the upcoming news, upcoming announcements. Um, we also post a lot of stuff like Drell's tier lists on there. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, make sure you check it out, you know, twitter.com forward slash, or I guess technically backslash, uh, D and D pod four Oh four. Uh, I'm getting X's in, in the chat because they want me to call it X. I'm not, I, I will never call it X it's Twitter. Um, you guys all know what I'm talking about. So yeah, follow us on X, uh, because the URL is still twitter.com. Uh, so f- twitter.com backslash D and D pod four Oh four. So at that point, Let's uh, go ahead and kick it away, Bard. This is the intro. This is the intro. All right. Um, are we ready? Alec, you good? Yeah, I had to turn on the AC. It's hot as fuck in here. Well, you know what? That was a wonderful choice because we're going to be we're going to be getting a little cold today. Um, it's a right. lot of ice. Yes. Today, the heroes start off at the village of Frostfall, which sits on the edge of a frigid wasteland bordered by treacherous frozen peaks. The locals uh, rely on rare icy herbs and minerals. However, recently, miners have discovered a massive ice-covered entrance, revealing cave system beneath the mountains. Villagers report strange sightings and eerie sounds emanating from the cave's entrances. The town leader, Elder Lyria, an old, kindly, heartwarmed woman, has summoned the adventurers to investigate the cave, promising treasure from the town's reserves. She gifted a small amulet to each one of you and claims it will protect you from the cave's curses. She will be um, accompanying you to the front uh, of the cave. So, if you guys can, while we're walking up there, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Or talk amongst yourself if you guys already know each other. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I will go ahead and go first. Uh, As I said, I am playing Limbo. He is a gif monk. He is not bright purple but he's a pretty good tint of purple um almost like barney (laughs) it's kind of like what i was basing it off of he yeah he is a slow death monk i believe so yeah he's uh, unarmored he just has a leather pants leather boots he has a satchel over his shoulder that carries all the stuff he also uses a a quarter staff uh to you know fight uh, he's also known as a criminal. Uh, that's kind of how he makes his money. Uh, he's not, I wouldn't say a hitman, but he's maybe like muscle for hire. He's known to, you know, help in uh, some crimes here and there. Uh, so yeah, that is, that is Limbo. <laughs> we needed this guy taken out quiet. So we hired a hippo <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Yo, hey. I, I, like I said, he's not a hitman. He's more like muscle. Like people need a bodyguard or something. They hire Limbo, you know? Like a lily pad on the water. Silent and strong and sturdy. Yo. Sturdy. With my acrobatics, I could probably do it. Uh, walking next to him, uh, sauntering lightly next to him, is a half elf named Jax Tordal. 
He's uh, got a navy blue bandana tied around his head. He carries a mandolin, uh, probably has his drum in his pack, a penny whistle at the side of his sash. Uh, basically looks like a retired pirate is what this guy looks like. And he does lean over to his buddy Limbo, who he just met a few weeks ago. He's like, uh, Limbo. I uh, make sure that uh, Elder Lyria is not listening. No, I can't believe we uh, can't believe we fooled her into thinking we were proper adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I plan on giving me some money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Telemachus? Telemachus, I am playing Telemachus, who is a Harrigan. He is a proud, stout mighty two and a half foot tall bunny he is a snow hare so he's completely all white matches the setting and he has this fuzzy fit to size barbarian armor on leather fuzzy fuzzy little uh neck koozie with all leather straps and attached to his back is a human sized glaive it is very long very tall uh as a barbarian telemachus has no problem uh holding it around it's just strapped to his back standing on his hind legs he looks up at his two buddies. <laughs> That's right. Listen, any no jab is uh, too big for Telemachus. All right? We got this in the bag, boys. Gold in our pocket and on our cup. Be ready to fill us up. Which I'm almost out of, by the way. Could use a filler upper, so. Like a warm cup of ale in the icy tundra. Oh, Telly, you're so funny. <laughs> and he fucking pats <laughs> him on the head, hella hard. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing this whole episode. <laughs> I'm gonna try and contain it. <laughs> you see as Telemachus looks up at you and he has this fiery red rabbit eyes. It's like, <laughs> as you uh, pet his cute, adorable little head. <laughs> I look down at my necklace and I'm kind of eyeing it, biting it. Hey, uh, Lyria, is this uh, going to keep us safe? It is. Yeah, it's got uh, magic in it. What's, what's the deal here? All right, so Lyria walks you guys to the front of the cavern. Letting you know to make sure, very important, that you make sure that uh, you keep those on because of the curses that have been in this cavern. Taking them off could be super detrimental. Uh, she makes it very stern that you know that. Walks you to the entrance of the cave that the uh, miners have discovered, and you notice that there's a staircase that leads down. All ice staircase. Not ideal for a staircase. But Lyria starts holding onto the railing and taking one step at a time because she doesn't want to break a hip because she's a very old lady and starts slowly descending the stairs and uh, looks back and gestures you guys to, to come in. I would like to help uh, Lyria down the stairs as I try to hop in front of her and then offer my little paw as a stability. <laughs> Rack, please follow me, m'lady. Let me, let me guide you down these icy cold steps. Oh, that's wonderful. And she grabs onto your head and uses you as like a cane. Okay, all right, listen, uh, old lady, foundation of our, foundation of our people. Surprisingly, really good grip strength and it's like pulling your eyes back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everyone's coming into the cave. Everyone's got their, their pendant on and she just does a double, double, triple check. Oh yeah, I got it all and hey, listen, is this uh, worth a lot here? Let's just say when you come out- I bite it. It's gonna be, that's the least of your, uh, the least valuable thing once we uh, get hmm. out of this place. Dude, that's what I like to hear. Okay, I'm coming down then. So you go down quite a staircase and which seems to take forever because of how slow Lyria is going. 
Once you get down to the bottom, if you look at uh, roll 20, you will see what's in front of you. Uh, to paint the picture, it's a very icy square room with statues in four of the corners of the room. There's a big pedestal that has some engravings on it right in front of you. And then a large circle in the middle with a smaller circle. But I mean, this thing is, I mean, in comparison to the room, massive. Then there's three points that seem to be uh, columns that are going straight up into what seems like nothingness above you. And it's the only things other than the walls that seem to be going straight to the to the ceiling, which you can't see. So the ceiling is just like this icy mist. It kind of looks like we're looking into like the void. You're yeah, you're looking up and it's so your torches light doesn't you can't even see the the ceiling. I look up at limbo. This isn't a height issue, right? I can't we can't see that. <laughs> Uh, no, I just see the sky. I'm not really sure where these things even go to. Uh, I want to walk. <laughs> I want to walk over to one of the statues, and I want to look. I want to like investigate the the statues. Okay. Uh, so Limbo walks over there, and he's got his staff, and he's just kind of using it, you know, um, as like a walking stick at the moment. Uh, let me see investigation. It's a 14 to investigation. You notice that it is a strange being that you can't, that you haven't seen before. And out of all of the things that you um, are seeing on it, none of them seem to stand out other than it it seems obscure. Kind of a creature, maybe outerworldly even, to your point of view. But there's nothing to note other than uh, it's very peculiar. Hmm. He, I just kind of like bang it with my quarter staff and ponder about it for a second and then walk away. The moment you hit it, the echo reverberates in the room and uh, more so down the east room. For some reason, you hear the echo. It, does, it seems to go all around the room, but more so down uh, the east side of the room. Mm. So sh- the old lady still walking down the stairs. Is there anything else the two of you want to do while he's investigating the statue? So in the center of the room, there's this like there's like this pedestal that and there's three pillars around it. There's the is there something in front of it that looks like an altar of some kind? Uh, yes. You there's something on it that yeah that seems to be of significance yes i'll go check out the altar okay in front of the uh pedestal in the center of the room so you look at the altar and it seems to have three slots uh and some writing that you can't make out currently but there are three seems like three placed things that you can place within this i sniff it (laughs) you smell many different scents off of this many different stuff. I'm getting some ice chill. Question, would it happen to be frost giant related? No. Okay. So Telemachus is, his background is that he's a foundling. He was raised by giants. Okay. Telemachus may not be schma in the book sense, but being raised by many different giants in his life, he has a, a bit of wealth of knowledge regarding giants. So would these etchings or carvings or statues have anything to do with giant culture? So giants are humanoid 
like giants, right? Yeah, yeah, like a hill giant, frost giant, fire giants. You notice that it m isn't anything related to the giants, but there is a, a familiar something there for you, but you can't place it yet. I'm picking up on something. Something familiar. Something, ooh, like a swirl of flavors in Mama Stew. Yeah, so I think I'm picking up on it too. I, oh, yes, that's right. I think, I think one, two, three. This is where your last three brain cells go, Telemachus. <laughs> I thump at him. I slap my foot. <laughs> Limbo wants to try, and he walks over and just drops his face on the altar and starts to try to smell it. You uh, get the scent of cold. <laughs> Sit. This is really cold. Lyria finally makes it down and uh, she gives you instructions in seeing this. We've tried to figure this out by village. Anytime we've tried to send any people further, we're not fighters. We haven't uh, we haven't seen them. So if you can recover any of our villagers or even figure out what this does, it'd be gr super. Uh, you will oh, handsomely. Don't you worry your wrinkly little brain about it, okay? The three of us, we're going to do just fine in here. Especially these two. I'll be in the back cheering them on. I I, I think we'll do fine. I side-eye uh, Limbo. Like, hard. <laughs> Give him a mean side-eye. <laughs> so she's going to stay here for the... Is what she's saying. Do you want to ask her anything? All right. Uh, Lyria. Is there anything that you uh, discovered... Before going into these halls, to the left, to the right, in front of us. She comments that this is the as far as she's ever been. And with the the three strong adventurers that she has in front of her, this is further than she's come. She's only heard from people in the in the village. They said that the two places that they've sent past adventurers uh, was the east and the west. They haven't gone and checked the... Uh, the south area yet but the people that went east and west never returned okay so uh as they say third time's a charm so uh telemachus let's go find your other brain cell down that hallway and i point south oh oh uh, I mean, you know, man, let me hold your hand i bite i bite jax's hand <laughs> <laughs> i give it a little nibble yeah so i guess yeah um limbo kind of follows them down uh to the south stairway okay anything else you guys want to do in here Hmm. I don't think right now. Maybe the way you ask me that, I feel like I should do no, something else. I'm just making else, sure but... because I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm. Good. I'm hopefully. I don't know roll twenty very much, but hopefully I'm gonna pick us to the right spot. So I would like to do one more thing before we leave the room. Okay. I would like to do an right. insight check on Lyria. I want to see if she's on the up and up, or I get any weird vibes of okay non-human nature. Turn okay. around and I see him leering at Lyria, and I also do an insight check. Uh, a strong three. You know that she has money, and you need it. <laughs> I got a nat 20 on my insight check. For a nat 20, you know that what she's saying is true, but you're not sure it's the whole truth. You, you think that she maybe is leaving parts out, a part out or two. Lyria, just before we go down here, there might not be any uh, pertinent information that might keep us alive, is there? You know, because if we come out this alive, uh, it's a bit easier to help you. She uh, confesses that she has hired 
one other group to search, but she didn't come down this far or give them the amulets and is, uh, they never returned. So you may find them in your, in your travels down here. And is there anything you want us to do if we find them? She wants you to bring whatever you can back for their, their family. Okay, sure, we'll do what we can. A, a keepsake or something. It'll uh, cost you a bit extra, but we'll do what we can. And I <laughs> venture down the south hallway. Good call, good call, Ajax. Good call, Ajax. I got you, buddy. I knew we brought him for a reason, Limbo. Limbo just sees a fly and he's like trying to like hit it with his stick as he's not even paying attention to anything that's happened in the past 10 minutes. <laughs> You miss, and you hit the you hit the ground, and f you hear that echo again. But again, you hear it radiating more from the east side. Mm. It's like mm. it's kind of weird. It's like the cavern's right. trying to tell us something through the mystery <laughs> of sound. Yeah, should we go that way? And I point to the east. Listen, <laughs> it's your world. I'm just living in it. Yeah, Telly, what do you want to do? I feel like we should head eastward. I got the strong urge to head southward. We could always split up. That sounds like a fine <laughs> idea, Limbo. I like the way you think, buddy. I don't like that idea. Uh, I really like the way you, you handle yourself, Limbo. So me and Jax will go this way, Telly, and you go that way. And I point this east and south. We'll stick together. We'll stick together. Something tells me you'll need me. That idea I do like. And your footing gets all messed up. Okay. Yeah, so I guess in that sense, um... Well, I guess, what do you guys want? Do you guys want to go east or you guys want to go south? Honestly, I think we should head east. We should, but no one's gone south either. True, true. Yeah, but the sound, Dan, the sound. I know. <laughs> All right, executive decision. Two beats one. We're Sounds going good. east. I poke Jax with my glaive. Come on, go ahead, come in. Lyria uh, runs in front of you and she's like, no, 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 no. Where are you going? Eastward. <laughs> Don't you hear it? What, what, what? No, D we need to check. The, the other people didn't come back from that. Yeah, so we could go find them. Oh, okay. Well, uh, oh, she, you can tell uh, that she's very... I'll tell you what, Lyria. How about you tell us which way you like us to head? You paying us? Uh, we go where you send us. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I don't know. This guy's the decision maker. And she she uh, kind of starts shooing you to the to the south. All right, well, I guess we're going south then. And I just start walking, um, and Limbo will lead the way. The three adventurers head south, and the uh, poor little old lady is going to sit back and hope she doesn't hear any screams. So as you guys are going down the stairs, um, you see a uh, sign that says this is Wing A. Okay, you walk down the stairs and all of a sudden you get a good glimpse of what is actually down there and there's no monsters at all. What you see in front of you, desks, books, scrolls, all of this looking like a library. There's uh, three desks on your, uh, or there's two desks on your right, one on your left, many single standing desks all around, books, Strout all around and a full line of uh, bookcases on all sides of this room. Uh, paper. Number one tree killer. What a waste. Thing to note, you do notice some debris. You see that there's a smash bookcase over on the 
west side of the room, you do notice uh, that there are books that are open to certain pages, and then that there's debris in some of the some of the corners of the room. I walk over to the smashed bookcase in the northwestern corner of the room. Okay. So, is there anything else in the room besides the books and tables? Just by a quick glance, you're uh, there's so many books that you're you're kind of uh, lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? You'd have to really like maybe go up and down the aisles or okay. look a little closer, do like an investigation check type yeah. of situation to see if there's something on the the shelves itself, or okay. if you want to sit at one of the desks and read one of the books. Well, Limbo doesn't read real good, so I'm gonna keep looking for something else. And he's gonna, cause he doesn't know how to read. Um, so he's just going to, uh, he's just gonna look for something else in the hallways. That's a 17 as he's walking up and down the aisle. Which, which aisle? Is he walking up the east, south, south side? Uh, let's walk down the west side, west coast, best coast. <laughs> right there? Yeah, so he's over here in the western, um, the southwestern part of the room. Okay. And, uh, what's Jack gonna be doing? Jax. Yep. Yeah, Jax doesn't, Jax doesn't want to waste too much time looking through, like, rifling through a bunch of books. So I want to I want to kind of survey the room and see if there's maybe a few books or maybe something that stands out to me on one of the desks. Okay. I do like a perception check to just like survey the room. Yeah, sure. We'll go with yours first. What'd you get? Uh, I got a 12 on my perception check. Perception? Okay. You do notice that uh, the shelves uh, aren't really calling to you, but you do just walk by a desk and it something about it kind of called to you. Maybe you saw a keyword or something along those lines. Give me a investigation uh, check. It's a 14. Okay, so y- you see something um, about the the one of the other wings of this of this place, and it says uh, it says. Statues aren't carved, but appear to be flash-frozen in a moment of action. And then it kind of trails off and is is a little uh, hard to read at that point. So let's go over to uh, Mr. Thumper. Mm-hmm. So you're checking out that bookcase over there? I'm sniffing the broken bookcase in the debris in the corner. Okay. You do get a sense of something around you like a spiritual sense magnetic sense (laughs) telepathic sense a spiritual sense a spiritual sense are the hands on the back of my neck sticking up or do i feel like um safe friend in a friendly environment your hairs are sticking up Ooh. and they start to stick up when they look at that debris that was sitting on that ground from a chill place to a hostile environment i don't like the sensitive I would like to depoke the debris with my glaive okay. and see what I get from like a manageable distance away. And it is a reach weapon, so I can reach an additional five feet away from me up to 10 feet as I poke it with my glaive. Perfect. We'll get back to that. Let's go back over to Limbo. Yeah. So Limbo, you are lo- you rolled a 17, correct? <laughs> yeah. Um, you are looking up and down the bookcases and all of a sudden you notice at the very top of the bookcase, 
just past the debris that's sitting in the uh, in the corner of the room, that there's a shimmer, some kind of light that uh, hits something that's on the very top of that bookcase. Uh, I reach to grab it. Okay, by reaching for it, you have to climb on top of the debris that's there. Mm-hmm. And just as you're doing that, our good old bunny friend is poking the debris as well. And you guys all need to roll initiative. Oh. oh. 14 for Lumbo. Also 15 for me. That's a 13 for Telemachus. Oh, wow. 15, 40, 13. I like our odds already. <laughs> that, that stuff's going to be either above us or below us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so three ice muffets fly down up that that were up really far up in the nest above where you could actually see fly down and start to strike at a with their initiative at level 20. guys there's something i need to tell you about the statues there's oh goodness look out <laughs> demons in my chilly ass cavern all right um with an 18 it will hit limb try to hit limbo uh an 18 does hit me okay. this is a this is a melee attack yes okay it will do three damage to you oh broke did my nose plus, <laughs> <laughs> plus two cold damage all right going over to thumatis what is it Thum- telemachus I love little Telly. Does it hit you with a 13? A 13 does not hit. I'm just too quick. I'm too spry. I'm too limber. It senses it's uh, part of its nest getting attacked, swoops down, goes to swipe, misses, and just like a uh, like an anime, slides and turns around and gets, gets ready to uh, assault you again. The uh, Jax, it's going to move right next to you. And rolls a 13 as well to attack or to hit. Oh, 13 will just miss me as I slip on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, with that being said, going over to, to Limit, or I'm sorry, Jax. Yeah, I slip and accidentally fall right under it. And then I, uh, I look, I don't like what's happening to me. So, I'm going to, uh, um, yeah. So, I'm going to use, I'm going to use Vicious Mockery first. Mm hmm. And uh, I'm gonna do it just at the one right in front of me, you know. And uh, I'm gonna say, "You're colder than my uh, butt crack on a cold winter night." And I, uh, it needs to make a constant a wisdom saving throw of 15 or higher. It got a 12. Yeah, so it's gonna take four psychic damage from my vicious mockery, and then I'm going to look over at Limbo and go, Limbo, you're doing a great job, I promise. You're doing wonderful over there. I'm going to bonus action give you a bardic inspiration. So that's a D8. Right now okay, it's me. a D8. Nice. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was six or eight yet, but cool. That yeah, works. Yeah. That was my full turn. Now, Limbo. Okay. Um, I think Limbo, he looks at the beast that, that just hit him. Um... He pulls a headband out of his little satchel that he carries around and he ties it tight as he can on his head. And he's going to take a few attacks. Uh, First, he's going to swing his quarterstaff at him. And that is a 19 to hit. Ooh, that hits. 
That is 11 damage. Um, then I get a second attack, and that is a 17 to hit. Uh, yes. That is 10 more damage. Ooh. And then I'm going to bonus action. Um, I'm going to stunning strike him. So I will burn one key point. Well, actually, I have to. I think I have to see if it hits first. That is definitely going to hit. That's a 25 to hit. Yep. <laughs> and then that is seven more damage and i'm going to burn one key point to it says when you hit with a melee attack you can spend one key point to make the target stunned until the end of your next turn if it fails on a con saving throw of a dc 13 so it needs to make a dc 13 saving throw got a 11. Ooh. so it is now stunned the one in front of me is now stunned until the end of my turn my next right. turn good deal nice and then um, since it's stunned, I'm going to make my way. Um, I'm going to do this sick cartwheel over the table right behind me, and I'm going to make my way towards Jax. And I have 45 feet of movement, so um, I move the full 45. Awesome. Damn. Monks, man. I know, right? And you hear Limbo yell, parkour, <laughs> as he does it. <laughs> I almost played a monk. <laughs> dude, they're fun. I've never played one before. And I'm like, wild, yeah. I'm like, dude, level six, three attacks, say less, bro. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of my turn. All right. Telemetris, right? Telemetris. <laughs> Telemetris. Come on, little uh, telly. Yeah. So, Lemoselsius. Uh, as the icy method uh, reaches, uh, comes down face to face, I take out my two hand axes. I'm dual wielding them. I'm spinning them like revolvers, like in a Western. And I'm like, they say, they say a rabbit's foot is lucky. Well, good thing I got two of them. And I go to attack them with my hand axes uh, for my first attack. That's going to be a 17 and a 14 to hit. That does hit. First one is going to do nine points of damage plus, ooh. Uh, nine plus seven, so 16 points of damage. And I'm gonna use my bonus action to for two weapon fighting to hit again, which is just a flat that D20. Hits. Uh, no, I rolled a five to hit, so I missed on the third one, yeah. As he misses that third attack, um, Limbo looks over at Jackson and goes, I thought he had four feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing boxing drills with my feet as I'm going in and out with the attacks. I'm just like moving left right, I'm dancing in place. Yep. This is what I live for. This is what Telemachus drive for. And I'm going to end my turn as I'm still face to face with this uh, Mifid. My fit this foot up his ass. Right. <laughs> end my turn. <laughs> Back to the Mif the Mifids. So um, the one that uh, Limbo hit is stunned and is unable to do anything. Okay. The one over by uh, Jax will cast frost breath and it will hit each person within a cone in front of them so it's going to hit limbo and jack but they have to do a dc uh dexterity saving which should be <laughs> i'm guessing pretty easy what what is it dc what 10. you don't need to tell them that you don't need to tell them that dm <laughs> That's privileged oh, really? information. Okay. You don't need to tell him that. It's too late. He told me. Got one over <laughs> on him, boys. It's a 25. Oh, that's a six for uh, Little Jax. Okay, so then, uh, Mr. Jax, you will take five cold damage. Ouch. And then it's going to move in between, uh, just on the other side of Jax. 
Not that it's going to get an opportunity attack, but just that it's going to, um, after casting the breath, kind of move into that area. And then the last one, now that those two have both gone, we're going to do a uh, another melee attack onto our rabbit friend. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Does an 18 hit. Yeah, that's going to hit me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it will do uh, three damage plus uh, one cold damage. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And it will do the exact same thing. It will kind of, uh, it swipes at you, but it's like swiping through you and ends up on the other side. Ooh, chili boy, chili boy. <laughs> so that'll be all three of theirs turns. And it's uh, back over to Jax. All right, that hurt a bit. I'm, uh, I'm getting a bit cold here. You know, I, uh, I think I'm just gonna whack at this thing just a little bit, and I'm gonna just hit it with my rapier, see if that does anything. Okay. And that's uh, 19 to hit. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be seven points of piercing damage from my rapier. Gotcha. And uh, I will... Oh, you're just out of range, Telemachus. Sorry. I don't need it. <laughs> Whatever you got to offer, I already got it. All right. So nothing else I can do. I'm just gonna... Hold steady right where I'm at, for now. <laughs> uh, going over to Limbo. Uh, so Limbo, um, he's going to continue to do some sweet monk moves. Uh, he's gonna... Okay, so, yeah, so Limbo makes his way over to the... What are these things again? What are they called? Mephits. Mephits. Okay, so... Limbo's going to make his way over to the Mephit that is in between him and Jax, and he's going to take his quarterstaff and beat down on him. If it Mephits, I hits. <laughs> Don't stop being a bard. <laughs> that is a 13 to hit. 13 hits. All right. That is eight damage. And then I am going to take another whack at him, and that is going to be a 19 to hit. Okay dealing eight more damage. And then I'm gonna do another unarmed strike bonus action. Okay. So I'm gonna just headbutt his ass and that's a 21 to hit. Definitely hits. Dealing six more damage. So as you go to headbutt it, is kind of uh, falling apart uh, since it's made out of ice. Already shards are breaking off of it. You go to headbutt it and as you do, you see the slight uh, smirk almost in its eyes as all of a sudden it, it explodes and sends jagged ice to everyone within five feet you and Jax both have to do a dexterity saving throw oof uh that is a 15. oh goodness that's an eight so you take eight splashing damage and luckily our good old limbo was able to miss it even though he headbutted the damn thing all right that is correct yep that's actually, um, it's crazy too, because as I take it down to zero HP, I channel my inner Armos and gain eight temporary hit points. Ooh, love it. Good old Mr. Rabbit, what do you got for us? I look in the eyes of the method and go, oh, so there's a party when I kill you. Well, I'm ready to dance. And I'm gonna go ahead and attack with my two hand axes again. Okay. 17 and a 17. Wow, two 17s in a row to hit. They hit, they hit. Ooh. It'll be five plus. Uh, it's going to be 13 points of slashing damage total. And then I'm going to go in for my bonus action to weapon fighting. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's a nat one. That's a nat one. 
First now one. <laughs> you you swing at it with your extra action, and before you're even able to do that, you see that same glint in your eye that you saw just moments before that blew up. It blows up and blows one of your axes uh, across the room <gasps> 10 feet. <laughs> My axe. Good old left hand. Uh, you have to do a uh, dexterity saving throw in your axes. Oh, You'll easy, have to pick up your easy. extra weapon. I got a 13. Ooh, just barely. So <laughs> it blows up. And as it smiles, you see that uh, you dodge out of the way and it starts to frown as it just gets vaporized. I just jump up really high. <laughs> like you, a big old hop. Uh, and I will use the movement on my turn to go pick up my axe. All right. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Good old the uh, last Mephit season scene. What happens? It flies over and lands right in the middle oh, of the two. <laughs> the good old... <laughs> Jackson Limbo. It will, uh, while it's flying there, it will do its ice breath again. If you guys both can use a dexterity saving throw, please. Does it go in between us or does it, where it's, does it land? It's going to land here, do the ice breath, and then move in between so that it's kind of all in the area. Okay. That is a 25 for my dexterity saving throw. Ooh, not 20 for me. Perfect. The ice breath as it comes down like a dragon breathing ice ends up missing with its uh wounded wings and yeah, flies and lands <laughs> and lands in between both of you all right going over to jacks it's up to you i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna insult it some more <laughs> <laughs> oh bro your mom yeah <laughs> your mom yeah <laughs> i'm jealous of all the people that ain't met you yet and i uh vicious mockery <laughs> It's going to take five psychic damage unless it succeeds a 15 wisdom saving throw. And it gets a 10. It lost, so five. it takes five psychic damage. All right. And that's all I'm going to do on my turn. I'm chilling. Perfect. The one with the hands, what do you got? Okay, so this is the last one, right? Because uh, yes, Telly... Okay, cool. Uh, then I'm just going to try to k help kill this one as well. So I'm going to take my first attack with my, oh my gosh, that was almost not 20. That's a 21 to hit. Hits it. Uh, that is, oof, six damage. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. It hits. That's 12 more damage. And then I'm going to do another um, fear. I'll do a flurry of blows this time. Um, okay. So it's just uh, the way I like to imagine it's just repeated headbutts over and over and over <laughs> uh, and that's an 18 to hit uh dealing an additional five damage you headbutt this thing so much that it doesn't even explode and it leaves a crater in the ground from you can constantly headbutting it and it doesn't shatter it's just Ooh. left as a uh a, a weird disfigured ice sculpture on the, the ground yeah. love it and then Limbo <laughs> just looks at him and goes, that was fun. I pat I pat Limbo on the back of the calf. Wow. Just like a squashed up skeeter on the bottom of my paw. Good job, Limbo. All right. You guys are out of combat. What would you guys like to do now? Yeah, what I was uh, going to say before we got a little sidetracked here is uh, those frozen uh, <clears throat> those frozen statues outside, they, uh, they weren't man-made. They be flash frozen. Excuse me, what? They were what? They were flashed, shown private parts that no man should see unconsensual. Like with the trench coat? 
with the trench coat on. The dingle and the berries. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying like they used to be people and they were just frozen? Is that what, like that's exactly? What you're yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, or something. Remember yeah. back? Do we remember what shit? Like, were they human shaped statues or were they like beastly shaped statues? The one that Alec, or I'm sorry, that Limbo looked at was not one he would yeah, recognize. It was unrecognized. Like it wasn't something I've seen before. So monster. All right. So did uh, did you two actually find anything over there or did you just set off the methods? Yeah, I actually want to go back over to that shiny thing that I saw and try to grab it off the bookshelf again. Okay. You, uh... I got this and I hop on up. I'm able to hop. No, you didn't know where it was and I pushed him away. He's metagaming. He, he was on the other side of the tall bookshelf. What you doing over there on the southwest corner of the frozen field <laughs> basement? Nothing. You find uh, a, a crystal up there that is a odd shape, but you know this odd shape from that uh, tablet that we saw in the main room. If you do, you want to? Can you roll like an investigation? Yeah. What about insight? Insight? Yeah. Into the into the gem? Yeah. To see if it's if I'm lying to you. <laughs> I don't know. The gem is I'm, lying. Yeah. I'm awful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I have plus two to that. All right. Jeez, get off my back. Uh, I got a seven on my investigation. With a seven, you know that um, all you can tell is that it is definitely matches up with that tablet up in the uh, the main area. I relay that back to Telly and Jax, and I. As I'm on the bookshelf, I like throw the the gem like over my shoulder to Jax for him to catch. Okay. Oh, all right. You know, uh, don't forget I gave you a bit of my magic and I wink at him. Yeah. Use so that anytime. Oh, you yeah. Like. I guess I should have used that, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saving it for combat. But I was yeah. like, oh fuck, I guess I should have used that. And uh, I guess I'll I'll take a quick look at Are it. Are you gonna? You're investigating, is what you're saying? Oh, that's a now one for me. You know just what he knows, and that uh, yeah. it's a gem. It's, it's a, a gem. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks nice. Probably goes back in that who daddy over there, right? All right, okay. Yeah. Why don't we uh, go back into the main area over there? Unless you got something else to find in the rubble over there. Honey bun. The heck you just call me? And I just stare at him. <laughs> <laughs> Now you listen to me, Jax. All right, you listen to me. Will you talk to me? You better not talk down to me. Do you know I lived a life, a long life, full of adventure and daring escapes. I've lifted with hill giants. I cooked with fire giants. I chilled with frost giants. I got high with cloud giants. I've done things your puny little human mind couldn't even comprehend. I lived a long, long life. And I'm gonna be here. I was here before you, and I'll be here way after you. So when you say my name, you put a little respect on that. As I look way up at him, as from his boot. <laughs> you know, I could probably poop out alphabet soup that would uh, make a smarter phrase than everything you just said. How about we just get back to the main area? I thought about his foot, <laughs> and I skitter off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> I just walk back. <laughs> I go I go investigate my little area by the smashed bookshelf. Uh, did I notice anything, or is that just from the debris um, from the monster? So y- you do notice when you go back over there again that there is a a book over there that you pick up and that you read and you take note of a passage that uh, had a bookmark in it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And you open it up and one of the only things that you can really make out is it says, followed by blood, life's true tide. Mm. 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 And I'm petting myself. Mm. Interesting. Perfect. I show this to the, to the boys. All right. So you guys are heading back to the main area? I am, yes. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. So you come back out. You can see Lyria's face brighten, so excited, in absolute disbelief that one uh, that one of you, not let alone all three of you, have made it back. And you relay everything that you found to her? Question mark? Yes? No? Uh, hey, what do you know about blood? And I go over to her with the book <laughs> under my arm. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what this means. Yeah, I I don't know. And she's she's just you can tell she just uh isn't sure what this this could be. Inside check as I show her the passage. What'd you roll? It's a hard nine. A good hard nine. Uh, you don't believe she knows anything. I'll take your word. Now, <laughs> what do you know about icy demons? Well, I mean, there's. All sorts of frost and ice and cold and winter up in these hills. You, But demons, that's a whole new one on me. You're telling me you've been down here for how many times and you don't know these statues there were uh, frozen solid? I've never been down here. This is my first that's time. So you say. I so sent you say. other people down here. Anyways, we got one of your gem. Uh, <gasps> she lights up for the seeing, wait. seeing the gem. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. You said you've never been down here before? Mm-hmm. Yet, when we were deciding on a path, you wanted us to go to the path least traveled. Now, how would you know that type of information? Because the people that came down here before said we had a lookout, just like I'm doing with you guys. One went to the east, one went to the west, neither came back. I look at her, my foot's tapping, arms crossed. Well, I got no reason not to trust you, so all right. And I go and scurry over. <laughs> and I begin oh, to look around. <laughs> if genius skips a generation, your kids are going to be brilliant. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm going to hold on to the gem for now. Oh, okay. Uh, I stick it in my pocket. Uh, we'll get back to this later. Let us go looking around, though, before we get hasty, all right? All right. Uh, she... Was very excited that you, that you guys even made it back. Overjoyed when you found some kind of gem, and then uh, is now uh, back to biting her nails, wondering what's going to happen next. <laughs> All right. All right, Limbo. How about we go and uh, check this echoey hallway over here? Okay. And uh, Limbo turns and starts walking to the eastern uh, stairwell. Okay, you guys all going? Indeed. While walking down the stairs. Um, I need you guys to all make me a athletics check. Oh, oh I get advantage on these. 
Bad time to oh shine. my god, thank god I rolled the nat one. Is it for if it's for slipping on ice, can I use my acrobatics? <laughs> yes. Natural <laughs> 20. 26. Nice. I got a 10. <laughs> I got a 22 on my athletics. Alright. So good old Jax trying to lead the pact ends up falling down the stairs. Now, unlike the last staircase that was only, you know, a quick uh, quick spiral down, one floor down, this seems to be going down and down and down. <laughs> uh, I want to I wanna say, like, I glide down on the icy steps as Jax falls, and at the bottom, uh, when he eats, when he eats dirt, like, <laughs> stairs much? And I just glide <laughs> past him with my nat 20. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna be. Uh, we'll just have you knock. I don't want you to take any damage, but we'll have you be knock prone, so you'll be last to pick. What I do? Sure, sure. Thing we'll do. Yeah. So as the players uh, enter the wing, the chill seems to get deeper, not from the ice, but from an intangible void that seems to be coming from this area. the The path winds down a long spiral descent. Each step echoing loudly throughout the seemingly bottom chasm that surrounds the narrow pathway. Hey, Limbo, where you at? Where you at, bud? I look up the steps. Where you at, Limbo? I'm coming. And as I've, like, finished coming down the stairs. With a loud thwack, Jax hits the ground, followed by the other two companions. Um, that thwack echoes weirdly within this room. Sounds here don't behave as they should. Uh, whispers can sound like shouts. Footsteps can echo back minutes after they were made. And occasionally, the very walls seem to murmur with unintelligent voices from ages past. In this room, you notice that there is uh, a small, like a almost a dock but with no dock itself but a cove if you will with some uh with an ice patch right in the middle it kind of curves in there's a, a boat there that's frozen in place from the ice to the right when you come in you'll see that there's tons of empty uh broken crates a uh chair or seating situation of some sort but the pride and joy of this entire room seems to be to the north, which is a statue um, with its hand reached out, holding something. You ever feel like you're listening to your environs and you hear the voices echoing from the past? Very, very unique, mm -hmm. unique sound. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden you hear sound, sound, sound. Who said Seven. that? Who said Seven. that? My ears are twitching. All right. So, uh, Limbo. Yeah. What do you want to? What do you want to investigate in this area? Anything? You want to check anything out? What do you want to do? I want to go back over to the statue. Um, I want to investigate this statue because I've been kind of looking at all the statues as we come across them. Um, so I'm gonna walk up to the northern side of the the area where the statue is, and I want to just investigate the statue. Okay. Um, how do you say it? Telemis? Telemachus. 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 Okay. What do you want to investigate or look at? I go over to the cove and uh, 
Now, is this like an icy lake? Is it a body of water frozen over? So it's uh, kind of in between. There is that patch that's in the middle is frozen, and it is uh, kind of almost a, I don't want to say a glacier, but it, it can be stood on, um, is uh, from your point of view is what it looks like. There is water sloshing around chunks of ice uh, around, but it's not all together, or it's not all formatted the same. Like, parts of it are frozen solid, some of it's chunky, and then this big patch seems to be all together. I'll go check out the boat that's sloshing in the icy water. Okay. And then uh, finally Jax. Yeah, get After up. getting up. Ah, <laughs> uh, crack my back. <laughs> Walking over to see what's going on with the crates in this throne, this icy throne at the bottom of the room towards the south. We will start with the boat. So you can tell that this boat obviously had the the misfortunes of having someone uh, within it. You can notice that there's uh, some kind of skeleton in there of larger than what you're normally used to seeing. When you look out to see where this could have sailed in from, you just see nothingness. The lights unfortunately don't, don't reach that far but you can tell that it is frozen and solid and it is not moving. There is, however, a note. I sniffed that note. Note in a boat. You sniff the note and you do recognize a giant. Ooh, my kin, my people, my blood. And I read the note. It says, do not engage, trade, or answer. And that's all, that's all it says. And it's written in giant? Yes. Uh, let's have uh, Jax go next. I pick myself up and go over to that chest and cracked throne at the bottom of the room. As you go in over to the crack, uh, wait, uh, do a uh, perception check. Uh, that's, I have nat ones and nat twenties. This <laughs> 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 nothing in between. So nat What'd 20, you get? Twenty-seven. Ooh, perfect. Okay, awesome. I was hoping something like that was gonna happen. As you're going over to uh, the chair and seating area where the boxes are, all of a sudden you hear or get a glimpse of something from the water where it is clear. You go and take a look and you end up uh, having to jump onto the middle ice, little ice patch to get a clear view of the other side where- So I'm getting up on the mound to look on the other side of the mound. Yep, you're trying to look at the farthest east point of the water and there's just this uh reflection pool huh. that happens to be there it's trying to provide you some from what it seems like with a 27 some help what is it what is it yeah a water spirit is that what you are it says don't trust yourself is what it says well that's a shame i always thought i was the only one i could trust but uh <laughs> it seemed like uh you got your wits about you. I'll, uh, I'll think about it and, uh, you know, be wary of my own eyes. <laughs> that leads us over to Limbo. Limbo goes, give me a roll of... Uh, what kind of check is this? Let's just do investigation. Perception? Investigation. <laughs> a nat one. <laughs> Perfect. You see a statue and uh, it's holding something. Shiny. Ooh, shiny. And I'm going to grab it. <laughs> As you go to climb, to even put your first hand onto the statue, the moment you do that, you can see that the statue all of a sudden is starting to look 
almost down at you and it gets down in a uh, almost like frog-like stance and is looking at you with its eyes. Hey, this statue's moving. <laughs> uh, Telemachus, I think we have an issue over here. Well, you want to patch ice? Yeah, I see that's a big issue, but more of a you issue. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself. Let's have uh, the three of you guys move over there. The statue you can tell is waiting for something. Now, fellas, I don't want to alarm you. And the icy cold eyes leering at us kind of gives me the chills a bit. But I did find this note written in my home native language, giant speak. And it says exclusively, do not engage, trade, and or answer only. Wait, what does it say? Trade and or answer only. Do not engage. And I show him the note mm. that's written in giant speak. It's right here. Clear as day. I take the note and I try to hand it to the statue. <laughs> it Okay. So uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. So we'll, we'll do that. And then each one of you can then give it one more thing. So th this will be uh, Limbo's item. You can tell that it, it holds its hand out and it's it, the note falls in it and it's waiting for more. Hmm. I don't think I got much value on my on my satchels. But I can check my I can check my nicks and bobs. Let me see what I got. What's your guys' passive um, perception? 12. 17. 12. 17? Mm. With the 17, uh, the statue was... Uh, not well carved, you could tell, but once it uh, kind of frogged like down, you can tell that this is a one-eyed monster. A one-eyed monster? Is it large? Not large. As long as you ain't no Cyclops, and I look at it, I sharply look at it, to uh, see if there's a reaction. Natural enemy of our kin. <laughs> Rabbits. Giants! And I <laughs> yell at him. <laughs> giants! <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, you must have had a giant brother or something. Yeah, I had giant brothers. I had giant sisters. I got a giant mama too. Anyways, why don't you give it something? All right, let me see what I got here. I'm looking through my satchels. Uh, but I uh, I can offer you some gold, and I put five gold in the hand of the uh, the one-eyed creature. Okay. When you take, explain to me how you take out. So you have your coin purse, right? Yeah. All right. And you've taken five gold out, right? Yeah. The idea is to like, just give a handful of five gold pieces. All right. Is it a large or is it small? How, uh, how wealthy or broke are we? I mean, it's, it's, uh, they, you know, they fit in the palm of my hand. <laughs> okay. All right, so it takes the uh, still has the five gold and the note in its palm, and it's still sitting there waiting. Not me. Give him a carrot for my rations. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, how much gold do you have total that you gave to him? Uh, five. No, I know, but how much total did you have before you gave it to him? Uh, ten. Uh, fifteen. Total fifteen. Okay. So gave him a third. Okay. Rations. How much rations did you give him? Two days worth of rations of carrots. Uh, carrots, hay, cabbage, and potatoes. Okay. 
Okay. It's comfort food right there, brother. Who's the the smartest in the bunch? I would say that's me, but no, that's me. Let's do an intelligence, or uh, not intelligence. Uh, let's do history. That's a two. It's <laughs> a hard eight. A very <laughs> symmetrical eight. Flat seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, the uh, the one-eyed monster turns around. And you start hearing some just very whispery noises, and then it s- s- flips back around immediately, and then without without a blink of an eye, it goes back to its normal position, and it has the stone in its hand. And right before it finishes, uh, kind of freezing back in place, it tilts its hand, and the gem falls out. I catch it. <laughs> awesome. Good deal. Ah. All right. I was uh, getting a bit worried there when I saw the uh, uh, the monstrosity before us, but looks like I got one, you got one. Let's go get Limbo another one. What you say? Sounds like a plan. And I hop on over to the staircase. Do you look at the thing that you just grabbed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it and I bite on it and sniff it a whole bunch. All right. Give, uh, I give me, hit me with. I, I also roll. chin it, which is what bunnies do to mark their territory. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, what am okay. I rolling with? Uh, let's do in your investigating. Oh boy, so I'm really that. strong in investigation. The two. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, it's a shiny thing. Yep, <laughs> it's definitely shiny. Another collection for my baubles. <laughs> So we'll have you guys move back to the main area. Hey, Lyria, I thought you said there were monsters down there, that they never came back. Is Lyria there? Yes, yes. She's overjoyed, just, I mean, like, downright cheering that uh, you made it back from that that side <laughs> alive. Just blown away on what's happening. She's like, can, can, I, can I see, the, can I see the, the, the crystal? Let me see it. I put my arm on Telemachus's head. I'm like, oh, sorry, we didn't find another crystal down there. It must be in the other room. And I'm trying to oh, deceive her. Interesting. Okay. My head instantly wow. like snaps to Jax when he puts his hand on me. Like, <laughs> 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 all right. Well, let let's let's hope we can we can find these last two. I mean, there's got to be two. Uh, I'd go look, but I had such a hard time getting down these first set of. First set of stairs. Yeah, don't worry. You just uh, sit your wrinkly bun on the floor there, and we'll we'll be back. And I move towards the west wing. All right, perfect. Hello, hello, hello. It's uh, normal echoes down this way. Down the western side. Okay. Yep. I walk slower this time, scared now, traumatized by the stairs. <laughs> you just Let put one foot forward, Jaxie. One, two. Okay. One, two. I'm good on boats. I'm not good on ice. <laughs> not much experience in this department. You're making your way down. Various creatures that have long since passed, I uh, passed frozen in ice. You notice a mirror on the north and south side of the room, giving you a very disjointed feeling. What are your What are your guys' uh, thoughts here? There's a mirror on the north and south side yep. of the room. Interesting. And there's all these frozen animals scattered throughout the room. They are not frozen. They're like barely bones. 
Mmm. Okay. Alright, what are we waiting for? And I shove Telemachus five feet forward in between the mirrors. <laughs> I go, I'm in between the mirrors as he pushes me five feet forward. That's a bitch. <laughs> All right, fellas, that's where we're going to end today's session. Find out what happens to our frozen heroes next week. Now it's time for the Patreon supporters. And now it's time to shout out the Patreon supporters, starting with the Blood Shard Bandits. First up is Benjamin Hayes. As the plated armor feels weighed upon his transferred soul, he tries to reach out to those that accept him for who he is. However, no one could understand his flaming tongue. The fire burns within his new body as he now stares down a full tankard of ale that he cannot drink with new companions that he cannot speak to in the middle of a jungle tavern at the Kambuki Isles. Dylan Snyder is next, aka Reese the Bard. Reese is striding along and writing songs of his journey. Without missing a beat with the wind at his feet, this bard is feeling worthy. With the crunch of the leaves and the shuddering of trees, this Aladdin will fulfill his duties to deliver a tool given to him so unjustly deserving. Julius Kendrick is up next as the husk of withered trees and a dim gleam of a haunted moon stand over him. As the seasons change, so do his plots of revenge. Rumors of decimated graveyards have been spreading around small towns of Humbrea. Reigns, who was recently killed and had his identity stolen by a demon frog, is next. Our heroes finally brought to light of Reigns' disappearance and had helped him finish his last assignment purifying the water within Aramore City, and in the process, cleansing all the demon frog eggs left behind by the death slot. However, did they get every last tadpole? <laughs> Next is Alara Dawnstar. Finally cleaning the Temple of Scoraeus, she is now able to focus on bigger tasks, such as fixing the collapsed roof of the chapel, replacing the giant broken iron doors, and learning how to make and replace religious stained glass. Captain Scarrow, is he revered or just feared? His massive ship sails the Evertoad Sea, flying one of the most infamous Jolly Rogers whom Brya has ever seen. This fish-faced skull and bone strikes fear into the heart of his enemies, and if his flag isn't scary enough, perhaps his large man-o-war ship could make you reconsider. The trees whisper amongst themselves as they look for aid. Rommel blossoms into the bloodshot bandits as our newest woodland protector. This gentle woad pledges his soulful buds to his patron, offering his life to protect his home and the very meaning of nature. Now we're going to move on to the Sitchit College alumni. First up is Andrew Hall. Andrew has decided to work on the magical consequences of divination magic over an expanding period of time for his senior project. Asking student volunteers, he noticed a large group of students who asked him to use tarot cards and then using magic divination to repick the bad cards for their student's fortune. He now realizes he may fail. Artemis is next up, and we learn the reason of his disappearance. He is currently assisting local town and villages in the Kambuki Isles. He is updating and educating them on anti-bullying laws and how to prevent bullying. Local town productivity is at an all-time high. Craig is our newest member of the Sigil College alumni, but remains to be a mystery. 
It seems that the school administration had lost his file at registration. He attends classes, however, his professors are curious of where his attentions may truly lie. Next up is Sly, a not-so-petty thief who has managed to steal enough coin to make a name for themselves. While also able to hire scouts, these scouts keep an ear out for any potential big-time gigs or potential heists. Sakajua is next. Dashing around the campus, this centaur has been demolishing the competition on the Sigic College track and field team. Sigic College Infirmary also loves him for his ability to heal wounded athletes with his clerical powers. Speaking of mysterious students, next up is Patrick Wienerstrom and his neighbors are more suspicious than ever. A large package was recently delivered to his doorstep with no labels. Strange noises have been coming from his home ever since. St. Chaos is now in prison. That's right, during his expulsion, new claims have come forth of magical robbery, arson, and mean-spirited name-calling. Without an educational structure system to keep him somewhat in place, who will stop him from his senseless magical tomfoolery? Next, we have Warden, protector of Dotopia, a yeasty civilization living on Warden's baguette, and he is our last Sigic College alumni. Evading law enforcement, he swears to protect the bread city and the Carbodians who inhabit it. Now we're going to move on to Humbraya's hero, starting with Abdulrahman. Abdulrahman is an alchemist entrepreneur who has run into some trouble in the town of Gilo recently, as a string of thefts have taken place in his new alchemy shop. Alex Dredd is locked and loaded and searching tirelessly, following a trail of breadcrumbs of his newest delicious bounty. Can you hear that? Nufarius Ducarius's booty cheeks are clapping in the midnight winds throughout Aramor as a small worm infestation has occurred. That's worms with a Y, of course. Man with Glass has just finished his new vase filled with volcanic lava glass. He cannot wait to show the world what he's made. Oh no, is that a stone shooting towards him? <laughs> new Humbrea's hero, Leon, that's Dandy Leon, is a tabaxi pickpocket of Humbrea. Rumors say once you hear the cat's purr, your coin is already gone. Odimel is a new member as well, an elf of the moon in the highest regard. Holy arcane magic swirls around her to guide those who seek help. Our third newest member of Humbrea's heroes is Mr. Johnny Tar. Mr. Tar is a fierce fighter of Humbrea, a force to be reckoned with. And Caleb Schneider, our last but newest Humbrea's hero, is a strong, buff, halfling barbarian who prides himself on being the best lichen hope thrunter in all of Humbrea. You werewolves better beware. <laughs> Everybody, I just want to say thank you for the love and support and everything in between. If you would like to hear your name on the Patreon shoutouts, go ahead and click the Patreon link down below to find out some more information. And as always, thank you so much, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.